the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Breathing is a deadly event. That's right. That's where we are, according to USA Today opinion columnist Michael J. Stern. This is the headline of his column in USA Today. Quote, COVID has turned breathing into a deadly event in all of us and and all of us into potential serial killers. So you are a potential serial killer. But not only that, uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but if you don't wear a mask, according to the health secretary of Los Angeles County, you are a domestic terrorist. That's right. If you don't wear a mask, you are a domestic terrorist. Other than that, there are no signs of anybody out there becoming hysterical over COVID-19. Now, we'll talk about that in our second segment, by the way, with someone who has a plan B that uh, makes way too much sense when you compare it to lockdowns. Meanwhile, coming up at 7 o'clock tonight, Project Veritas is going to be releasing audio that will really annoy the bosses at CNN, especially the big boss, Jeff Zucker, uh, uh, Project Veritas has been secretly a recording CNN's editorial meetings for the last two months, and they live-streamed the CEO of Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, today, breaking into a conference call. It was this morning, and telling Jeff Zucker what was up and what was coming. Listen to this. You're unmuted. Hey, Jeff Zucker, are you there? Hey, yes. this is James O'Keefe. Uh, we've been listening to your CNN calls for basically two months, uh, recording everything. Um, just wanted to ask you some questions if you have a minute. Um, do you still feel you're the most trusted name in news? Because I have to say from what I've been hearing on these phone calls, I don't know about that. I mean, we've got a lot of recordings that indicate you're not really that uh, independent of a, of a journalist. Okay. Um, thank you for, uh, thank you for uh, your comments. Um, so everybody in light of that, I think what we'll do is we'll We'll set up a, a, a new system, and we'll uh, we'll be back with you. We'll do the rest of the call uh, a little bit later. We're going to release okay. those recordings today at seven o'clock. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. Thanks, everybody. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. <laughs> yeah, everybody have a good day. I don't think it's a good day for Jeff Zucker. Uh, and you said we're going to we're going to do this on a different system, and I don't know how um, they broke into that. But we'll talk to the uh, communications manager of Project Veritas to find out what to expect at 7 o'clock when we come back. Meanwhile, try not to breathe too much and stick around. For those of us who are healthy, it's hard to imagine what it's like to be chronically sick. If you're over 50, you may be fine today, but tomorrow, different story. Chronic illness can literally claim your financial world overnight. Suddenly, you're tens of thousands of dollars in debt, mailbox overflowing with bills, notifications, warnings, and you think Obamacare is going to help you out? Good luck getting someone even to talk to. This is John Steigerwald, and my friends at Marley Financial have a better solution. It's their non-Obamacare pro-life health plan. It gives you the power of a national PPO savings of 30 to 60% off Obamacare for those over 50. No funding for abortion and always someone to help you. Call 724-884-1496. One client was in the hospital for 11 days for a bowel obstruction. Hospital billed him over $56,000. Marley Financial's non-Obamacare plan paid the entire claim and put $7,000 in his pocket. There's no other plan like it anywhere, and you can get it now. Call 724-884-1496 or visit MarleyFG.com. Parents, let's be honest. Many high school and college-age kids seem to have little direction these days. 
That might be true for your son or daughter. They spend a lot of time gaming, hanging with friends, but nothing seems to lead them on a path to adulthood. You may want them to go to a four-year university, but nah, their grades just don't warrant it. Their lack of passion and direction makes you wonder if a four-year university would even be a wise investment. Here's a better route to consider. The Full Stack Software Development Program from Steve Wozniak. Available through SalemCareerHub.com. They'll learn real-life work skills that are marketable and in high demand right now. And at SalemCareerHub.com, you can sign up for these courses at 50% off their regular price. Talk it over with your kids and get them out of the basement. They're probably as anxious as you are to move forward and just need a little push. The place to start? SalemCareerHub.com. You can also call 866-711-6275. 866-711-6275. Or SalemCareerHub.com. By now, you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape. Made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a standard queen premium my pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. Originally sixty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollars savings. Kings are only five dollars more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen premium, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. Let's say you've decided to build a bicycle from scratch. Sounds like an impossible project for my skills, but let's say you've got the skills and I offer you an advantage, a special tool that would help you build the bike faster while saving you legitimate money. My guess is you'd say, bring it on. If you wouldn't, well, then this commercial isn't going to make much sense. My name is Ryan. I'm from United Faith Mortgage, and we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is lucky to have a direct lender advantage. Our company is set up to use its own money and make its own lending decisions within its own walls. And often, this advantage allows us to get your refinance or new home loan done faster and get you a better rate, which saves you monthly and lifelong money. Rates are historically low. Now is the time to see how our special tool might work for you. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Millville Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. As life gets back to normal and we start heading back to work, don't leave your leftover stash of toilet paper exposed to rodents. Send them packing the most humane way with plug-in pest-free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest-Free, the electromagnetic device that utilises the active wiring in your home or business to keep rodents and pests away. 100% chemical-free and environmentally friendly. Just plug it in. It's that simple. My strongest performer, the Pro Unit, is good for most homes and small businesses up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. Is your home or business protected? If not, order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code SAVE20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! Enjoy! 
This is the John Stacker Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, we're having a little trouble uh, getting through to um, our man from Project Veritas. We're still trying. Have a little issue with the phone. Uh, we'll try to make that happen. In the meantime, um, I want to run by the stuff I told you about in the open. Um, about the uh, some of the things that are being said by these maniacs uh, who want to uh, control your life out there in um, in L.A., Doctor Moontu Davis. Uh, he is, I think it's a he. He is the um, the health officer of Los Angeles County, and he said that those who don't wear masks in public in response to the coronavirus pandemic are guilty of a, quote, of an act of domestic terrorism. And uh, now we do have Neil. So Project Veritas has done it again to CNN. Um, as I told you in the open, this time they recorded editorial meetings, and we're, we're talking about the big bosses. They actually uh, live-streamed today's conference call. Uh, you heard that in our open if you were listening. And they'll start releasing the audio tapes tonight at 7 o'clock. Neil McCabe is the communications manager at Project Veritas, and he joins us now. Neil, thanks for being here. Ah, I'm thrilled to be with you. Uh, thank you very much for the opportunity. Yeah, so um, let's start with exactly what and who you recorded. So every morning at 9 o'clock, Jeff Zucker, the president of uh, CNN, has a morning call with his editorial leaders and his editors and his senior producers. It is at this meeting or this conference call, where Zucker dictates what reality CNN will be presenting to the American people. He (laughs) tells them what stories to suppress, which stories to hype, and which politicians they are supposed to attack. And uh, we will be releasing three uh, of these audios tonight at 7, this is all Eastern time, 7, 8, 9, We'll be doing it again tomorrow and Thursday, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be fantastic. Now, um, this is interesting because I mean I worked in TV for a long time and uh, it was local news, but you know they had a morning meeting every every day, and uh, that's oh, what sure. they did. They talked they talked about what they're going to cover, but it was you know what's in the news, what stories we have to cover. You're talking about somebody actually. This it's it's. it's it doesn't sound like a news uh, meeting or a news uh, planner. It sounds like an opinion planner. Like here's a, you know what I'm saying? It's, it doesn't sound like here's what's in the news today, and we have to make sure we cover it. Well, you know, we, we're on a we're on a hard blood embargo for seven o'clock, and so I, I don't want to tip off too much. Yeah, I hear you. But I will tell you what people will hear is uh, you will hear senior at CNN people discussing with Jeff Zucker how political leaders have reached out to CNN to tell them how they should address and cover the transition and or the, con- the contested election between Trump and Biden and, and how they are basically, regardless of the news, they decide in this meeting how they're going to do it. And it's um, it's frightening. It's absolutely frightening. It, I guess, I guess because I'm a little older. Uh, frankly, I'm older than a lot of the people who work here at Project Veritas. But I remember mm-hmm. when CNN was the place you went to if there was a tragedy, if there was a volcano, if there was an earthquake, if hard if, news, if some tra- It's where you would go to figure out what happened, and it wasn't even that long ago when I would just routinely go to CNN whenever I heard there was some kind of event. And yeah. I can't go there anymore. It, it doesn't, it, I don't learn anything. They're just yelling at me about crazy things. Well, I really appreciate you doing this, and I, and I do understand that you're going to be releasing this in about an hour and a half, so uh, you don't want to scoop yourself. But um, just, to, just to compare this with some of the other stuff that's been done by Project Veritas, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, where would you rank this with 10 being the highest uh, in shock value, you know, compared to some of the other stuff you've had? Well, listen, I have some personal favorites, all right? So, but this is a solid, 
I mean, this is a solid eight at least, right? It's yeah. not Acor. <laughs> we we didn't de- we didn't we didn't you know remember with Acor, which actually predates Project Veritas. James O'Keefe got a Democratic House and a Democratic Senate and a Democratic President Barack Obama to sign legislation to completely defund a multi-billion-dollar national organization called Acorn. So, I mean, mm-hmm. if that's that's 10, but this is a high eight. And I have to tell you, as a journalist, as a working reporter, uh, before I joined uh, the comm shop here, um, you know, I've been in these calls. I've been in these meetings, either at newspapers yep. or uh, mm-hmm. when I was at One American News or uh, when I was at Breitbart. And, you know, those, you know, Breitbart has a reputation as being kind of a political place. It was right. nothing like this call. And people are going to hear some shocking perceptions of how they view the world. I guess now that I'm thinking about it, you know, the most shocking thing is that they view a world that I don't live in. Like, I don't even know what world they live in. And they are presenting that worldview to the viewers as fact, as truth. I'm wondering... Um I just thought of this now, but um, yeah, if, if you're if you're when you're listening to these things in real time, were you able to listen to a meeting in the morning, and then turn on CNN and find evidence of you know of of the 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 directions being carried out, the orders being carried out? Right. So we were we were on for a while. Okay, I don't want to give away how long we were on, but yeah. it uh, we were on for a while, and there was obviously there was internal debate as to whether or not we would we would talk about what was going on before the election. We Mm -hmm. made the decision that the election was getting plenty of coverage and we were curious to see how they would handle a Trump victory or a Biden victory or what this mess is now, uh, which is kind of neither. And so that's why we sort of held on and you can see it reflected in the attitudes. And remember you know, it's not so much you would have the reporters. So like Jim Acosta from the White House wasn't on the call, but the producers for those segments would be on the call. So Jake Tapper wasn't on the call, but his producer would be on the call. And they would talk about the guests that they want to have and how they, what, the, what they want to ask the guests and what they do not want to ask the guests. And it's a, it's a thing, and you know this too, being, a, you know, being in journalism, that... You know, a lot of times reporters keep more secrets than they ever tell. And reporters mm-hmm. are like the last people actually keeping information from the people. They're like barring the door. Uh, and this is really what you're listening to. It's like there's stuff out there that CNN doesn't want people to know about. And they say, we are not going to cover this. And in one case, they said political people have reached out to me and they told us not to cover this. And I don't think we should. And Zucker says, I agree with you. So they're, they're, one of the big problems with bias uh, that I think a lot of sure. people miss, especially people who don't actually work in the media, is that it's, it's a, a, the omission of stories as much as the way, and maybe more <laughs> than the way a story is covered. You found a lot of that then. Uh, just let's not do oh, that yeah. story because oh, yeah. it's not favorable to our guys. Yeah, and I think, that, I think you, know, you, you know, the classic example of this, is uh, there'll be a Washington scandal that, uh, say, conservative media is covering. And for, uh, for months and months and months, you used to see this during the Obama administration. So people will be writing these articles and posting stuff and talking about it on you know, Fox or One American News. And, you know, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, Washington Post, AP, completely ignore it. And then the cabinet officer resigns like with mm-hmm. Kathleen Sebelius is what I'm thinking about in particular. Yeah. And then the New York Times has to explain, oh, the Secretary of Health and Human Services resigned today because of this scandal that we've ignored for the last six months, and this is what happened. And so, you know, a lot of times, you know, a lot of times truth wins. Most of the time, truth wins. One, one of the things we find at Veritas is that when the content is solid, they have no choice but to cover it. And so uh, already we have New York Times uh, reporters who have been tweeting about this. The Associated Press has written about it. And so, you know, it's the tapes. It's they said it. It's their voice. Like, there's no tricky edits. Like, there's no, 
<laughs> it's like we were on the call. I was many mornings. I was on the call listening in and I'd hear stuff and I'd be like, wow, we need to, um, we need to release this right away. And this is a tricky part, right? Because the, uh, the undercover guys here at uh, Project Veritas, it was up to them. They would stay undercover for three years. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like there are people here who are like, you know, they just love collecting. At some point, you have to come public with it. And so right. this is why we made the decision to wait until after Thanksgiving. So uh, now as we're entering the Advent season, Project Veritas is uh, releasing these uh, nine clips, three every night, tonight, tomorrow night, and Thursday. Uh, we're talking to Neil McCabe. He's the communications manager at Project Veritas. Um, and uh, your CEO, James O'Keefe, barged into uh, Jeff Zucker's conference call today, uh, <laughs> and it was, it was, it was live-streamed. And uh, Zucker bailed out pretty quickly when he found out that uh, that James was listening. Have you had any repercussions from that little episode? No, but you know, I, I was uh, I was part of the faction that was telling James to try to engage him in a conversation. Yeah, I can hear you back there. I, I didn't know it was you, but yeah. I thought I thought I thought Zucker might bite because there have been instances where he's actually been able to engage people. And, uh, but he didn't, <laughs> I think he just figured no good will come of this. And yeah, so well, James, uh, James to to a, uh, asked him if he still ahead. thought CNN was an independent news organization and said that based on what I've heard the last couple of months, you sure don't seem like one. Jeff wasn't ready to comment on that. <laughs> no, no comment yet. But I will tell you that a number of CNN people in Atlanta and New York and Washington are now following James O'Keefe on Twitter and I imagine a lot of them will be uh, tuning in to see what we what we uh, pick what we selected from uh, from this garden. Well, I I put up on uh, my Twitter feed uh, that you got that I was going to have you on the show today and 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 talked about you know why, and um, and I got some uh, comments from people saying, well, you know that's uh, Project Veritas. They're just going to edit the tapes. They've been caught messing around with tapes before and he you know I, I don't agree with them but they, they they trashed me for putting you guys on and giving you airtime. so i'm sure you put up with a lot well, of that too well listen i mean everybody talks about uh deceptively edited videos right yeah. name one and i've actually a lot of times i'll be on the phone with reporters because as you mentioned i'm the communications director and so i'll be on the phone with an editor or a reporter and they'll mention deceptively edited videos and that's the question i ask name one, James O'Keefe is offering a $10,000 reward for anyone who can show a deceptively edited uh, video. And, you know, you, you're going to go through this. And basically a lot of the things, it's, it's just like these retreads. It's just the same stuff over and over and over again. But on these videos, when you have a video where it's an undercover video of somebody where you see their lips move and you can see their face and you can yeah, hear right. their intonation. It's like, how is that a problem? When you have people on Twitter, you know, software engineers at Twitter, explaining how you shadow ban people so that they are boxed out of the, of the main flow of information at Twitter, and they do it in such a way so that you never even realize it. You know, it's like we had two guys undercover at Facebook. We had one content moderator say on a hidden camera, every time I see a post by a Republican, I delete it and label it terrorism. Well, where, where's the edit that where James and I showed that to uh, Senator Rand Paul? I thought he was going to jump out of his shoes when he saw that. It's, mm -hmm. you know, it's going to happen. People are going to say this stuff. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, undercover journalism can be a very tricky and awkward business. A lot of times you uh, are using, you know, disguises, fake names, mm -hmm. uh, you have you're being it's a it's a weird thing where you have to you have to be dishonest to bad actors in order to expose their wrongdoing. And what we're looking for is we're looking for the private truth that contradicts the public lie. And the stories that resonate most that Project Veritas does are the ones where everybody always suspected it, but they were told, don't be silly. And mm -hmm. then we go undercover, and we get somebody on camera, and you find out 
wow, it was worse than we even imagined. I mean, you know, look at that ABC reporter we did in uh, February, you know, David Wright, who was, uh, you know, one of their senior political correspondents. And our undercover uh, journalist asks, do you consider yourself a democratic socialist? He goes, no, I consider myself a socialist socialist. Like, it's like, <laughs> hey, 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 Neil, I'm out of time. I'm up against a hard break. Great stuff. I'm really glad you took the time. And uh, the, the drop is tonight Fantastic. at 7, Project Veritas. Thanks. I really appreciate you having me on, man. Take care. Okay, we'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. European regulators say they may approve a coronavirus vaccine developed by drug makers Pfizer and BioNTech within four weeks. That vaccine is 95% effective. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says the ban on non-essential travel with the United States won't be lifted until COVID-19 is significantly more under control everywhere in the world. Canada and the United States have limited border crossings to essential travel. Those have been in place since March. U.S. construction spending jumped 1.3% in October, the fifth straight monthly increase. Stocks scored more record highs on Wall Street. Both the S&P and the Nasdaq beat the all-time highs they set on Friday. The Nasdaq up 156 points today. The S&P tacked on 40. This is SRN News. Here's a great thing to consider doing right now before the end of the year. Call MediShare and find out just how much you would save by switching to MediShare, the affordable alternative to health insurance. When you call, you'll get some good news and probably be very happily surprised, too. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. It's so worth it to at least find out. And you'll see why more than 400,000 people are already members. MediShare is a Christian community that shared more than $4 billion in each other's health care costs. It really is remarkable, and they're very easy to talk to. And here's the thing. If you join before the end of the year, they'll waive your new member fee. That's another $170 you'll save. I'll give you the number here in a second. The call, and you'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline is December 31st, so call now. You'll save even more. Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Dan Proft just wants to talk about facts. 54% of Dallas fifth graders reached Meade's grade level threshold in math a year ago. 24% hit that mark this year. Reading scores lower in four of the six elementary and middle school grade levels as well. Derek Little, the deputy chief of academics. The thought around the district was that learning loss would be bad, but I think we're facing the reality that our students came back from school closures in a very different place than they were in last March. Right. The Dan Proft Show. Weeknights at 9 at AM 1250. The answer. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. In the know, I'm Andy Solomon. Surprise medical bills may result from emergency situations where the patient is unable to choose their medical transport company, hospital, or doctors. Here's Dr. Mitch Elkind, American Heart Association president, with more. The average surprise medical bill is over $600 and may amount to thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars. The American Heart Association is urging lawmakers on both sides of the aisle to address this issue now. We're leading a national campaign encouraging patients to share their stories about receiving surprise bills with the hashtag IWasBilled. Patients should never have to worry about surprise medical bills instead of focusing on their care. For months, Congress has had comprehensive bipartisan legislation in hand that would shield patients and consumers from surprise medical bills. However, lawmakers have yet to move this critical legislation forward. Congress should act now to end surprise medical bills. For more on how you can urge Congress to act, visit heart.org slash surprise bills. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. 
KTS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Number of accidents to watch out for. One Penn Hills, Frankstown Road, near Crestview Drive. A crash also in McCandless area, Hemlock Drive at Peebles Road. Accident on southbound 79. Now looking at a jam up there from South Point Boulevard to approaching McClelland Road. Looking pretty good, though, on the parkway east and west. Volume seems to be lighter than normal. Everything good as well on the parkway north. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Winter weather advisory in effect through 7 a.m. Wednesday. Breezy and cold tonight. Snow early, tapering to flurries late. Storm total snowfall 3 to 6 inches. Wet and slushy areas will freeze, so take extra caution as you head out and about tonight. We'll see a low of 28. Tomorrow, after a cloudy start, sunshine returns. It'll be chilly with a high of 38. Thursday, sun in the morning, then rather cloudy in the afternoon, high 41. With your Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Now, if you've been paying attention to the news, you've been hearing about the spike in COVID-19 cases in Pennsylvania. You're probably waiting to hear that there's a major lockdown and Christmas has been canceled because the major lockdowns uh, worked so well the first time. Maybe it's time for another plan. Uh, Doug Badger is a visiting fellow for domestic policy studies at the Heritage Foundation, and he joins us now. Doug, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me, John. So uh, out in L.A. Uh, and in other parts of the country uh, and the world, I guess, they're, they're imposing or talking about major lockdowns again. Uh, that's Plan A. You say it's time for Plan B. What is that? What is Plan well, B? Plan B, I think, would, uh, instead of confining citizens, inform them. Uh, right now, the whole business of lockdowns and mask wearing is, is based on ignorance. I don't know if mm-hmm. I might be infected, so I'd wear a mask to prevent uh, exposing others to the disease. And I don't know if you're infected, so we need to avoid each other, and the government needs to uh, keep, us, keep us separated by closing down schools and shops and restaurants and so forth. Plan B would actually say, hey, why not let us know what, you know, whether we in fact are infected and let us make intelligent decisions to try to protect others. Uh, there have been developed and by, by various companies out there uh, home tests, paper strips, with a saliva sample, you can find out within 15 minutes whether you're positive for the uh, for the for the disease. Uh, these things cost about a dollar to produce. Uh, they can be distributed and around the country. They can be produced at a rate of 10 to 20 million a day. And all of a sudden, instead of us running around playing a, an elaborate game of dodge of the virus, we can test ourselves on a repeated basis. And when we find out we might have it, then seek medical attention. Yeah, and um, that makes way too much sense. But um, what, I, well, I had a guy on here, Phil Kirpin. I don't know if you're aware of him. He's done a lot of work on this. Um, and uh, I had him on a couple of months ago, and he talked about the uh, the digital antigen test, uh, paper antigen test. I think that's what you're talking about. The, it's instant, and it's uh, almost instant. And it's just saliva and a piece of paper. Um, yeah, so I mean, the... uh, go ahead. Phil's exactly right, uh, and uh, yeah, these have been around, uh, you know, since July or August. But the FDA won't approve them. Uh, they 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 won't let us uh, test ourselves. Uh, and and you know, of course, this is what creates a lot of the problems because uh, when people do go to get tested, then they have to wait. Uh, for the laboratory to process them, and when there's a spike in cases, as happens now, you have to wait in line longer for tests at some of these public sites. You have to wait a few days, and by the time you get your result, uh, you're actually your infection status may have changed. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's exactly right. The rapid antigen tests that we do ourselves and we do in our homes uh, could really revolutionize the way we're approaching this disease. And, um, I mean, they have been around for a while, and um, 
I, I just don't understand what 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 the holdup is. I mean, what's the, what's the FDA waiting for? And it's, and it's not like the testing they're doing now is is all that great. The reviews on the tests they do now aren't great. They they uh, they come up with a lot of false negatives, false positives. It's uh, I don't I don't think very many people have a lot of confidence in the testing they're doing now. Yeah, the biggest problem with them is the delay. Um, oh, okay. you, you know, you you what's the good of my finding out? I mean, at, at one point earlier this year, you waited eight days to know uh, the result of your test. Well, mm-hmm. who knows what may have happened in those eight days. By the time you get your result, it's really not worth having. The, the FDA is concerned about these tests for two reasons. First, they're not as accurate as these uh, laboratory uh, tests. Mm-hmm. Um, although, again, the... Um, uh, the idea of being able to test yourself repeatedly, say a couple of times a week, and to get results quickly uh, clearly overrides any concern about whether you might get a false positive or a false negative. And, and, but secondly, you know, they don't like this idea of people testing themselves. It took years before the FDA finally approved home pregnancy tests. You know, we take them for granted now, but it was a real struggle for them. And they seem very, very reluctant uh, to approve uh, these at-home tests. Now, they have approved one uh, so far, but this is one that costs $50 to produce, and they say you've got to get a prescription. Well, again, you're not. um, That's not a way to be able to screen broadly uh, in the public for who might have it and give people uh, the, the information they need to make smart decisions. I know a guy who uh, has been working in sales for a company that makes testing for viruses, and he's, he was doing it before COVID came along. And he has told me that the, one of the problems with the testing they do now is that they, are, they can be too accurate, too sensitive. They pick up traces of the virus from 10, 12 days prior and they declare the person positive when really it, the, the, the traces do not actually uh, amount to what should be a positive test. So they're, they're, they're causing, for two things, they're, they're, they're inflating the numbers of the positive tests, and they're also ruining people's lives by having somebody go quarantine himself when he's not really sick. Yeah, that's right. I mean, the, ar- the argument on the one side for those tests is that they're more sensitive, but it's also an argument, as you say, that's against them because I could be at a point where I'm no longer infectious. Uh, but if I take one of these tests, it's going to say I'm positive. Uh, and as you say, I'm going to have to quarantine for 14 days or whatever it is they say I have to do. Uh, and I'm really not a danger to anyone at that point. The, right. the, the, the positive uh, uh, feature of these uh, rapid antigen tests is you've got to have enough virus uh, in your body that you actually are infectious and you uh, you actually are a threat to other people. We're talking to Doug Badger of the Heritage Foundation. He's also a former advisor to President George W. Bush on health-related matters. Um, so I'm, if I'm 45, Doug, uh, which I'm not, I'm a lot older than that, but if I'm 45 and healthy, uh, why do I have to make any changes in my life to avoid getting this virus? I'm not going to die. I'm going to be sick. I'm sick. Yeah. I get sick. I mean, I don't get it. Yeah, well, the good, the good part about this uh, virus, if there can be a good part, uh, is that it is um, not posing a great threat of serious illness and death to people, you know, under 55, under 60. Uh, it's particularly true of kids uh, that they seem to not have the same susceptibility to uh, serious illness, and, and all of that is great. The, the issue is, as long as the virus is out there, um, you know, does the 35-year-old kid, you know, expose his, his parents or his uh, aunts and uncles or his grandmother mm-hmm. or grandfather to the disease? Um, and, and, and that's one of the reasons, and even Dr. Fauci said this, believe it or not, a couple of weeks ago. He said, look, if you're going to get together with a couple of family members, wouldn't it be great if you could all test yourselves first and know whether, whether somebody's infected? If, if I know at age 35 that I'm not infected, I go to see my grandmother, well, then 
you know, that's safe. I mean, that's how they're able to play football on on Sundays at the NFL and on Saturdays uh, in, in college, and they play basketball and baseball and so forth. They they do repeated tests on these players and coaches, and when they identify a case, they separate that person, and if they they identify multiple cases, they postpone the game. But if you put a bunch of uninfected people on a football field, they're not socially distancing, but it's not a problem because they don't have the infection. Well, not only that, Doug, not only that, Doug, but uh, I saw a piece uh, from the... um the head, the head medical guy for the NFL, I don't know what his name is, I forget, but he said that he checked and he has not been able to find one case anywhere on the planet where they've traced the, uh, the disease to having been uh, passed during a, any kind of sports activity, practice or a game. Not one. And he said on the planet. He called every league he could think of in every country. He can't find one. Now, maybe there is one out there, but I, I guess the point is it ain't happening on the field when guys are playing games. It doesn't happen. Right. They're young. It's just it's stupidity. Right. But, again, if it's good enough for the NFL and it's good enough for, uh, for professional and amateur athletes, it's good enough for the rest of us. Why can't we be in the position that they are? where we get tested frequently, where we find out if we're infected uh, very quickly, not waiting days for a test result, and where we can take steps to prevent infecting others once we know we have it. Uh, Again, it's harder to do that on a societal scale, but we have technology available to us that can move us a long way in that direction. It's incredible that we're not taking advantage of it. Why is Italy a good example of what not to do? <laughs> well, we follow the Italy playbook right from the beginning, you know, lockdowns and, and mask mm-hmm. mandates and all the rest. And uh, we heard over the summer how great uh, things were going now in Italy, that they defeated the pandemic. Um, and all of a sudden, uh, October came, and their second wave of infections was about six times as great as the wave of infections they had in, in March and April. Lockdowns plus mask mandates plus wait for a vaccine is not a solution. And it doesn't matter if it's the U.S., if it's Italy, the the U.K., Belgium, France, Spain. Every country that's followed that playbook has gotten bad results. And you know the one thing about it, Doug, uh, that I, from you know, having to talk about this almost every day for the last seven months, whatever it is, um, is that if there's anything about this virus, is that it's predictable. Well, you know, when it first came around in, in March and everybody was running around hiding under their beds and we were being told that getting it was, you know, a death sentence. If you, if you, if you were to catch the disease, you were going to die and you were going to end up on a ventilator at the very least. But at, by this point, at this point where we are now, it couldn't be more predictable. If, you, if you're under 70 years old, you're not going to die. And if you're... And your chances of surviving are ninety nine point eight something. Uh, otherwise, to me, that's that seems like it's you kind of have you have a pretty good understanding of what it's all about, and it's couldn't be more predictable. But it started out as unpredictable. That's right. I mean, it, it, in March, uh, people really didn't know very much about this. We now know that it's a serious uh, illness predominantly for the elderly, particularly those, as Phil Kirpin pointed out, who are in nursing homes. And Mm -hmm. we should be doing a whole lot more uh, to protect nursing home residents than we're doing because we know that 40 to 50% of these COVID-19 deaths are occurring in the less than 1% of the population that uh, that is in a, a nursing home. So we should be doing more for them and we should be pursuing smart strategies that let the rest of us um, function in a rational way, find out what our status is, and then take steps to protect others from infection. But you know, we have a government that wants to treat us as children, and this is the result we get. Well, and, you know, it's not like you are the first person that said that, or I am the first person. That's, everybody seems to be saying that now, but nobody seems to want to change. Uh, I don't know if you heard what the health secretary in L.A. County said. He says that uh, not wearing a mask 
makes you a domestic terrorist. Um, is that a little bit, I don't know, that just sounds like it might be just a little bit hysterical. Well, just a little bit. And again, I'm not going to argue that masks have no value. It is, you know, it's common sense. If I'm infected and don't know it, um, a mask will presumably pre- prevent my droplets from uh, sp- spreading as far as quickly and make it less likely that I'm going to infect another person. But yeah. anybody who thinks a mask mandate is going to stop a surge in cases you only need to look at L.A. County, California, uh, Italy, U.K., Belgium. They've all had this second wave of cases that was worse than the first. Uh, masks might help a little bit, but they're not the solution. Neither are lockdowns. Uh, Doug Bodger, Badger, I should say. We had a hockey player here named Doug Bodger. played for the Penguins. I don't know if you – every time I see I your sure name, do. I want to say Doug Bodger. And he's a good player, too. Uh, he, Doug is a visiting fellow in domestic policy studies at the Heritage Foundation. Just finishing up here, um, is there any difference in the size of the spikes in countries that were more strict and countries that have stayed open as far as these lockdowns, which are creeping up on us again? You know, not really. Uh, everybody uh, went after Sweden and so forth because they didn't pursue a lockdown strategy, but they're not doing any worse than... Uh, than your other European countries that uh, that did pursue the lockdown and mass strategy. Again, this was understandable in March when, when you know public health officials were panicked. They didn't understand the disease. They were worried that it could be a threat to children, like the, the Spanish flu, and to young adults. Um, and they didn't really have any uh, alternatives. Now we have technology. We have a lot more knowledge. We have a deeper understanding of the of the disease. There's no excuse in December to still be running the same strategy, the same failed strategy that we're running in March. And I have a feeling that that's exactly what they're going to do, and it's going to get worse uh, if Joe Biden becomes a president. Um, Doug, I really appreciate you coming on, and uh, uh, thanks for, uh, for doing this. Hope to have you on again. Appreciate it. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Okay, that's Doug Badger, and he is a a visiting fellow in domestic policy studies at the Heritage Foundation. We'll be right back. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Stagerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Here are the facts. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. Having to do your own digital marketing while trying to manage your business, well, there's just not enough time in the day. You need Salem Surround. You're doing all you can to market your business, but are you sure you have the right strategy or seeing a great return on investment? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. We'll design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies, using everything in our toolkit to work for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com surroundpittsburgh.com connecting you with new customers hey i'm andy if you don't know me it's probably because i'm not famous but i did start a men's grooming company called harry's the idea for harry's came out of a frustrating experience i had buying razor blades most brands were overpriced overdesigned, and out of touch at harry's our approach is simple here's our secret 
We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, remember uh, the name John Durham ring a bell. Remember him? He's a guy who was supposed to investigate uh, what happened at, with Obamagate and uh, all the spying that was going on. And uh, we kept hearing for, I don't know, I'm going to say it's been about at least a year and a half, maybe two, where we've been hearing that any minute now he's going to come down with indictments and uh, the, 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 it's coming. The, it's the, the, the fury of John Durham is about to be released and these people better look out. Well, he's, so far he's got nothing. I think he got one uh, FBI um, guy who uh, he he admitted to uh, faking a uh, an email and lying on an email. That's it. He pled guilty to it. Well, now Attorney General Bill Barr has appointed John Durham special counsel so that he can continue investigating Obamagate, and uh, I guess that means that <clears throat> if he's a special counsel. Um, that prevents Joe Biden from Joe Biden is not permitted under the law to uh, fire him or or to stop the investigation. I don't know if he's allowed to fire him, but he's not allowed to stop the investigation. So uh, you're going to keep hearing about it any minute now. We're going to hear about all the stuff that they found out about uh, what Obama Biden himself uh, did to uh, try to undermine the presidency of uh, Donald Trump. This is uh, Joe Biden who's out there saying, now's the time to come together. No more fighting and let's all be friends. This is uh, the same guy who 11 seconds after uh, um, Donald Trump said, so help me God, he was working on ways to get rid of him. And, uh, and, and he was actually doing it before then. So they were all trying to get rid of Donald Trump from the minute he took the, the oath. So anyway, we'll see what happens with that. I don't have a whole lot of confidence in anything ever coming of it, the way things work in Washington. But I'm just telling you, that's what happened today. He's now a special counsel to keep that investigation active. I am still active, and I'll be active here tomorrow. I hope you're listening. Thanks for listening today. Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.